It is truly like eat, sleep, repeat with the Dons this season. Sandy can't come soon enough as we wrap up the season. It was more of the same old lackluster effort against St Johnston at McDermott Park on Wednesday night, the only positive being 17-year-old Liam Harvey given a debut off the bench. We're post-match with Jim Goodwin, plus Aberdeen women secured a top-half finish in their first season in SWPL1. They face Glasgow City on Wednesday night, more from that coming up. Plus we catch up with Stuart Daff, he talks about how the Youth Academy helps its young players with their mental well-being. It's your Friday update on the AFC Donscast on the 13th of May. Quick one tonight. Good evening, it's Graham McCart here with the AFC Dons cast from the Inverness Reds. Our season looks to be going out with a whimper rather than a bang, and the same old fear was displayed in front of us at McDermott Park on Wednesday night. St Johnson scored the only goal when Callum Hendry scored on the counter. Glenn Middleton came close to a second, and Sean Rooney spurred a huge chance in the second half as we struggled to create anything. Lewis Ferguson squandered two half chances with his head and Conor Barham put a chance wide in the first half for Aberdeen. The second half was a poor showing from both teams. Our failure to turn possession into chances and goals is killing us and with 70% possession, we only mustered two efforts on target and three corners against the home side. The season end can't come soon enough. Jim, how was that for you? Extremely disappointing, Rob, as I'm sure it was for the supporters watching it at home on Red TV and the ones who travelled from Aberdeen down to Perth tonight um, yeah it just was one of those nights where I think we could have played for another two hours and, and not scored a goal we uh, completely ran out of ideas lacked any real creativity any real spark at the top end of the pitch and I think you know the overall performance pretty much just summed up how the season has been you know we were in complete control of the game in the opening 15-20 minutes of the, of, of the game dominating possession played the game in St Johnston's half one ball over the top uh, a pass across the face of our goal and we're 1-0 down and you know it's just unacceptable you know we've conceded far too many soft goals in the short period that I've been in but even throughout the campaign there's been too many soft goals given away and um, you know we simply don't get those types of goals you see how hard we have to work tonight to try and break the St Johnston back line down and we're unable to do it but, you know, we keep having to chase the game week after week and it's just not acceptable. Was there enough passion about the performance from, from Aberdeen? I mean, lifeless was a, a word that probably came to my mind, you know, in terms of the, the showing. Listen, don't want to make any excuses, Rob. At the end of the day, you know, the performance wasn't good enough. I, I don't ever want to think that it wasn't a lack of effort there or a lack of commitment. I'm not going to label that at the players, but there's certainly wasn't um, enough quality in, in the final third simple as that you know back to middle you know we we done okay in terms of our build-up there was a couple of occasions where in the second half you know I felt we got that side of their midfield and had to go forward and instead of playing that pass forward we we chose the safe option of turning back out and playing backwards again and that was the problem really but look we 
you know, it's very difficult to try and put a gloss on that type of performance. You know, I don't need to see the stats to know that we had plenty of possession of the ball and probably double the amount of passes that what St Johnston had. But the fact of the matter is, we haven't worked Xander Clark enough and we haven't looked dangerous enough in the final third. And you must just be on the touchline scratching your head about what you can do to, to change things. Listen, we all need to take responsibility for the situation. You know, unfortunately, one man has already lost his job in Stephen Glass and, you know, the, the brunt of it does inevitably fall on the manager. There's no getting away from that. And I take my full share of responsibility for what has happened in the last 10 or 11 games since I've been in. But, you know, I just said that to the players in there. You know, they need to be held accountable too. And they need to ask themselves if what they gave the club this season hasn't been good enough. And the fact of the matter is... It hasn't, you know. The the proof is in the pudding. You know where we're sitting in the league table uh, is there for everybody to see. Unfortunately, this group has fell short this season, and we need to do something about it in the summer. Jim, thanks a lot. Thank you very much. Catch live audio and video of our next match only on Red TV. Subscribe now for full match day coverage, replays, highlights, and all the goals, exclusive interviews, and behind the scenes content. Sign up now at redtv.afc.co.uk. The best of the action only on Red TV. Aberdeen women suffered a 4-1 defeat to former champions Glasgow City at Peters Hill in our penultimate SWPL1 game of the season. Donna Patterson scored the only goal for the Dons late in the first half to make it all square 1-0 at the end of the first half, Cats scoring for City. However, it all changed in the second half. Three further goals for Glasgow City from Grant, who scored twice, and Davidson put the game beyond Aberdeen. Neither side were able to add to their tally in the closing stages as the hosts took all three points. Aberdeen women face Motherwell away on Sunday for the 10 past 4 kickoff at Alliance Park. the dogs out don't be a spoil sport keep your dogs on the lead when you're near wildlife keep scotland unspoiled it was a big night in the premiership on wednesday night which saw celtic crown premiership champions at tarnadice as they drew one all with dandy united by the well grabbed a vital three points against hearts in the battle for europe and rangers secured a 4-1 win at ibrox over ross county in the bottom six st mirren and livingston shared the points in paisley on Tuesday night, Dundee grabbed their first win under Mark McGee as they thumped Hibs 3-1 at Dens Park, but ultimately the results on Wednesday night saw them relegated to the Championship. Oi, litterbugs. Stop spoiling the view. Pick up your letter when you leave. Keep Scotland unspoiled. Ram Tubulars has become the official supporter of Aberdeen FC's Youth Academy for the next two seasons. The Aberdeen headquartered providers of tubular pipe products to the energy and construction industries and long-time sponsors of AFC have signed a new deal with the Dons, significantly increasing their investment in the club. As part of the deal, the Ram Tubulars brand will feature prominently on the back of the men's playing shirts for the next two seasons, as well as within Pataudry Stadium and across the club's traditional and digital channels. In addition, Robbie the Ram will continue as an official club mascot. 
Lewis Ferguson has dropped the biggest hint yet that his future will lie away from Pataudry this summer. The 22-year-old had a written transfer request denied last year after Watford tabled an offer for him. While he remains contracted to Aberdeen until 2024, the likelihood is that there will be a parting of the ways at the end of what has been a desperately disappointing season. Former Dons player coach Scott Brown has taken his first steps into management and has become manager of English League One outfit Fleetwood Town. Scott announced the end of his 19-year-old playing career last week. And on Mental Health Awareness Week and in association with Aberdeen's health and wellbeing partner Health Shield Friendly Society, Stuart Daff has been talking about how the AFC Youth Academy is working to help its young players with their mental wellbeing. There is things in place now to look after the mental health side of the game with these young boys as well, yeah? Yeah, well, for instance, we had uh, in-service this week for the parents and the coaches for Philippa McGregor, who's a you know psychologist from um, down south. She's came up and obviously done a workshop. This is our second or third workshop. Basically going into the, the finer details with parents and, player, uh, parents and coaches. So we've got an understanding of the signals, the signs, the reactions, um, you know, the expectations. So we, we're actually aware. Um, and I think from the first team level, it's a bit more, guys are a bit more open-minded, coaches are, are like managers, are like a bit more open-minded to, to guys that might be struggling, you know, it could be something at home that they're then taking into their work and, uh, but there are there are things getting put in place and it's, it's great to see. Because you, you mentioned the 16s that you coach and we've seen quite a few of them at the, at the moment playing for the under 18s and they're doing really well. I mean sadly there'll also be one or two of them you're going to have to let go. Yeah, you know, it's that age group, isn't it? And the pressures on these young lads is, is, is massive, isn't it? Yeah, and th- that's exactly it. We can only do our best to prepare them for the next stage. Um, you know, they're still physically developing, and to be honest, they're still mentally developing. You know, these guys, you know, they could be hitting puberty. You know, almost physically and mentally growing. So we need to be aware of that as well. And then you throw in obviously education in school as well as that. It almost goes hand in hand for me. There's a big emphasis on the guys sticking in at school. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it's, it, it can be a fine balance at times. And unfortunately, the industry that we're working, not everybody's going to make that. But if we can give everybody the, the best opportunity and the best advice, um, it's really it's really in their hands after that. And we're just a support network. You know, the guys are in here for a reason because they're good players. It's then getting, getting a little bit more out of them, um, but in the right in the right manner. The Aberdeen Under-18s finished their Club Academy Scotland Under-18 league campaign on Tuesday afternoon with a 1-0 draw against Celtic at Battlefield in the east end of Glasgow. The first 45 minutes was an even affair with few chances at either end and just on the stroke of half-time, Celtic took the lead. Aberdeen failed to put enough pressure on the ball and Daniel Kelly from about 20 yards produced a fine finish into the corner of the net. Credit to the Yang Dons, though, as they came out and dominated the second half. Aberdeen turned their possession into chances and started to cause Celtic issues. Wilson had another opportunity and Dylan Lobbin had a strike that was blocked. With about 15 minutes to go, Sab Lewis Perry did well to burst into the area and when he was taken down by the keeper McLean, Aberdeen had a penalty. Unfortunately, Lobbin missed his spot kick and hit the post. Aberdeen kept going, though, and with just under 10 minutes left, Findlay Marshall produced an excellent strike to beat McLean and ensured Barry Robson's side finished the season on a positive note. Are you a bit glad downstairs? Oh, oh yeah. Well. Mine smells of fairies. Does it? Oh, it's lovely. <laughs> Got a lovely back area, which you can't... Have you been in the back area, James? <laughs> Boner feels a bit too straight for you. <laughs> I've come in my jeans. Oh, uh, yeah, me too. I've come in my jeans. Like when you go round to the bottom side. So I'm going to come in your eye line. 
Pardon? Click to the top rim of the glass because that's what makes the best noise. And commit to it. So if, so if you want the best noise, you've got to hit the top yeah. rim. Commit yeah. to the rim. Commit to the rim. Ping. Hashtag. She's coming in at the back of the studio now to smell hers. See yeah. what it's like. <laughs> We've all gone. I am hard. My Have friend we... snogged dick once. <laughs> what a shame wasn't done. Boo Peacock is fine. Yeah. Well, how about Lou? Say it's no, 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 fine. Yeah, Ms. Anus. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> 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 do you want to, should we try and, you know, do more men? <laughs> it's up to you. <laughs> what? Come on. I play with my lips. It's only ever, only ever just, you know. No, she didn't. No, she didn't. She didn't. Did she? Oh, no, no. I'm sorry, no. I'm pleased I just got head. <laughs> I got that on a t-shirt. Shall I do you? Yeah. Well, there you are. I'm oh. going to come bottom again. <laughs> I'm having a go at his sex. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> no, I'm not. Nothing in particular. Just yeah. saying. Oh, just I'm, funny stuff. I'm up. Yeah. And, oh. oh no. <laughs> I mean, sorry. Big soppy pants over here. Yeah. Hey, actually, well, don't, don't call me that. I like your sausage battered. I like it battered. Mm-hmm. Do you like yours battered? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We need nice long straps. Oh, it's so slick. You played the horn really well there. Yeah. Pop it in my cheek. Pardon? It's springy, bouncy, wobbly fun. Just push your fingers in a little bit more. You suck it up, essentially, and you don't kill it or anything. You kind of suck it up and hold it in that area, and then you release it into uh, its natural habitat. So you you pour, you pour that on your meat, yeah. and you rub it. <laughs> the Chris Moyle Show. You can find a gap everywhere, really, can't you? You can. And it's season end at last. Our final match of the season is at home against St Mirren on Sunday. Kickoff at Pitodri is at midday. Tickets for the match are on sale now from the Pitodri ticket office. Tickets for the match have been reduced to £15 for adults. All under 21s are £5 and under 12s are free with Upper DNA Junior. And for the last time since the pandemic, if you can't make it to the game, you'll be able to watch it with your virtual season ticket. It won't be here next year. And it's also available on pay-per-view and to Red TV International subscribers. Coverage starts at 11.30am. And there's an end-of-season halftime draw where you can win 50% of the cash pot and a Don's season ticket for next season or sign Don's home shirt. You can enter for that on the official club website. Elsewhere in the SPFL this weekend, on Saturday at Celtic versus Motherwell, Hearts versus Rangers and Ross County versus Dundee United. That's kickoffs at 12.15pm. And on Sunday at midday, along with their own match, it's Hibs versus St Johnston and Livingston versus Dundee. Join me back here for the last AFC Dons cast of the season on Tuesday evening, the 17th of May, as we wrap it all up. Between now and then, you can keep up to date with all the latest and post-match reaction from the game on Sunday on our social media at Inverness Reds or head on over to invernessreds.co.uk. Till Tuesday, thanks for listening and stand free. That's all for this week. More Aberdeen news next Tuesday evening from 8.